Will and Christian in the morning. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Will and Christian in the morning. As always, I'm Christian. I'm Will. And today, we have a very special guest here in the studio. You know her. You love her. Friend of the pod, Annie Miko. Hi, Annie. How you doing? I am great. How are you? I'm great. Thank you for coming. Thank you so much for having me. I'm very excited. I'm also very excited. I'm always thrilled to be on the pod. Is, oh, this, yeah. is this the first time that the show has worked when this you're in the, the studio? This is the second time. So the first the time was wood. like beginning of COVID with Matthew. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I'm on like one official episode. Well, no, I meant like that was at home though, wasn't that it? That was at home, yeah. So this is like, because every time you've come to the studio, the show, like something was wrong and were we there, couldn't like, record Were there like two it. other times I was supposed to be here? Yeah, you there was the in, romance one. There was a, it was a lost episode. Yeah, yeah. so I was in a lost episode. I know that. Yeah. But was there another time that I came in and it just like didn't work? Uh, I don't think so. I think it was literally just, oh God, we weren't recording. There's the one <laughs> about Valentine's Day. I think that's, that's the only one it. I remember. I don't know. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> this is, I'm going to manifest that this works, but regardless, we're live. We're here. It's great to be here. It's really um, warm in this room right now. It, it's a it's little warm. It's really hot. Uh, maybe we can open a window. I we can open, open a window. Um, so, while Will's doing that, Annie, how are you doing? I'm doing well. It's been, it's been a good week, actually. I it, I haven't been super busy. I've been busy, obviously, senior year, lots of projects and stuff. But it's it's been a good week. That's good. Yeah. Very solid. Will, how you doing? Pretty good. It's been like a very busy week. Um, I am in our student theater group here, followed by a bear. Um, if you're at St. Joe's, you should consider joining. It's very fun. And I have to write a script because I'm the head writer and. Probably shouldn't say this on the air, but I waited till the last second to write my script, <laughs> so that's been hanging over my head all week, along with like a lot of other hard work. But yeah. um, besides that, uh, it's been pretty fun, and things are slowing down a little bit for me now that that's, that's done. That's good. Christian, have you been? Um, I've been good. It's also been a busy week for me. I think I'm starting to discover that my schedule is just so so busy and i'm doing so many things i think now now that i've joined hawkapella i think i am in every single singing group that i can be in at the moment because i can't be in city bells for some dumb reason um discrimination yeah but um i just do a lot of things another thing i started picking up um writing for the hawk now i'm doing weekly music reviews uh, the one there every Wednesday. Uh, you can see my articles at shauhawknews.com or the physical paper if you're here. Uh, the last one I just dropped was on Donda by Kanye West. Donda, Donda, Donda. Donda, 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 Donda. Okay. Um, so that's very cool. And uh, I'm doing another one next week. Transition. There's this album coming out tomorrow. Some mm -hmm. little pre-show news for you before we get started. Uh, Lil Nas X is finally dropping his debut album, Montero, tonight at midnight, and I am very, very excited, to be frank. Um, I think he is very talented. I think even, like, back when Old Town Road first came out, I'm like, this guy's pretty cool. I mean, I like him. Then he dropped, like, I think, like, Panini and some other stuff. Like, he had an EP there, and I'm like, this guy is going to 
blow up. And then Mon- he dropped Montero and he dropped Industry Baby. And I'm like, okay, yeah, I told you. He's going to blow up. It's exciting to find an artist that, like, as of yet, has not released a song that I dislike. I It's great. <laughs> he's so, like, it, he's consistent in quality, but it, he's it's also not consistent in the way that, like, all the songs are, like, different. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I just came from my music marketing class uh, earlier, and we were talking about how sometimes, like, the record label uh, expects you, like, they give you a contract they're like they want a specific sound three albums in a row because we were talking a lot about david bowie and how he just is was so wildly different like every single album he changed his look all the time and my professor was like you know is he doing that do you think he's doing that too drastically what do you think the fans were thinking i was saying like we're talking about him and somebody mentioned kanye how he also like changes completely from album to album and i think that makes the artist seem more authentic then they're doing it for the art and for the music instead of just for the money. If they wanted to do it for the money, they would have taken the sound that got them popular and just kept doing it over and over like Drake. I think Drake <laughs> makes the same album every year. But Lil Nas X, I think he went from like country rap to like... uh, I'm not, what do I, I don't know what you even call it. It's just, I don't know. It's like kind of like good a pop music. rap thing. Good music. I don't know. Um... But I'm very, very excited for this album, and I think it's going to be really, really good. Uh, but I think that's really the only bit of pre-show news that we have. I just want to mention that. Yeah, Go stream it tonight. Um, so why don't we t- get into our main topic? So, oh, wait. What? Hawkeye trailer. Oh, my God. I yeah. Out. I haven't seen good it point. Um, oh, very It good. looks good. I... It's very, like, Christmas-themed, which I was not expecting. <laughs> I knew, like, it took place around Christmas, but um, it's coming out November 24th, which is not that far away. No. My favorite part of the trailer was Rogers the Musical. Rogers the Musical. Um, Andy, in the trailer, there's a scene where they go to New York, and there's, like, a Hamilton-style Captain America musical called Rogers, um, and they showed, like, a shot from it. It looked like the costumes all looked, like, terrible, though, but it was, like... Yeah, I think that's kind of the point. Yeah, but it was, like, a scene mm -hmm. from, like, the Avengers, like, where they're fighting, but it's, like, on stage, and they're dancing. So you could see, like, you know, Captain America in the front, then, like, Iron Man, Black Widow, and, like, Logan, whatever... Something I saw yesterday, somebody like zoomed in on like the the top of that. Um, there was a guy in a costume that looked like Nova, oh. and people were like, "Oh, look at that!" Uh, so I thought that was interesting. Um, but yeah, I'm very excited for it. I also like how Clint Barton is now canonically has like hearing problems, like he did yeah. in the comics, so he has like a hearing aid in, which I think will be cool. Um, and also something that friend of the pod, Jimmy brought up, um, I think he brought it up. Where is Clint's wife, Laura? I think people are looking too deep into this. I, I, I guess she probably fair. is just like they, doing Christmas shopping. Yeah. Or is but like not on the like, trip. Yeah. Maybe she's just not in the trailer. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> it's not people are like, movie. Oh my God, what happened? Did uh, they get divorced or something? Yeah. People, there's also like 10, <laughs> like. A bunch of videos that are like character analysis of Kate Bishop, and she hasn't even like the show hasn't come out yet. So it's a single trailer, guys. Like, she's gonna Relax. be terrible. I hate. Oh her. my god! Like, Why okay, is it because she's, she's a woman? Nice. That's because she oh. likes Hawkeye. No. <laughs> okay. That, I remember when they um, first like announced the show, and like 
put like a little description of the show. People are like, the most unrealistic thing about the show is that Kate Bishop is a Hawkeye fan because nobody is a Hawkeye fan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I thought that was but funny. It, it looks good though. I'm, I'm excited. excited. Yeah. I, I was I, yeah. not looking forward to it really because, mm-hmm. like, who, I mean, come on. I don't really like it's Hawkeye, Hawkeye that much. Yeah, who cares? But the trailer made me more excited. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely very excited. So now that's it, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so main topic for today, we got Annie here to talk about a show that she really likes. And I think we all like Annie. What are we talking about today? Today we're talking about BoJack Horseman. BoJack Netflix Horseman. Netflix original series. Is, isn't, hold on. Yeah. Isn't that, isn't that the horse from Horsin' Around? What is this? A crossover episode? <laughs> <laughs> Reference. Uh, I can't think of any lines. Um, We just lost half your audience. Hooray! Uh, (laughs) Reference humor. We're down to one person. (laughs) (laughs) Jimmy's the only one listening now. No, he's in class. No, he is class now. So you can't call in anymore. But if you want to call in, the number is 610-660-1098. 1098, yeah. yeah six one, sure about 610-660-1098. If you want to talk about BoJack and tell us what you think about it, give us a call. Or see me fumble with the phone again. Oh, yeah. That's always, that's always entertaining. So if you want to call specifically for that, you can go right ahead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Annie, what is, what's this show about? This show is about... Do you want, like, literally what it's about or do you want, like, what it's about? Is because, that not like, the same thing? No, because it's technically it's just about this horse who's not a very good person. Okay. Well, so but what, it, what it is about is life and, like, how, you know, people can be bad but still have redeemable qualities mm-hmm. and they can try and better themselves and still, <laughs> you know, mess up and, you know, objectively be bad people mm-hmm. but still have redeemable qualities in their lives and, you know, be... I don't know. I keep I keep using the word redeemable, but like yeah. that's kind of, what, like empath- kind of what it is. Empathize yeah. with them. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why the show hits so much is because it's so easy to empathize with these characters because obviously like a lot of people don't relate to Bojack like as extreme <laughs> as he is. Like he's not a good person. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the feel the, the feelings of, you know, I'm not enough, I'm you know, I don't deserve good things in my life, but I'm still gonna try, or maybe I'm just gonna give up. You know? So it's he goes through a, a roller coaster of, you know, emotions and ups and downs mm. and extreme lows. <laughs> <laughs> extreme and it's lows. also really funny, mm-hmm. which is. is another reason I love it so much is because it's so dark, but it's so funny. <laughs> I, I think there's a great balance between like, you know, there are like, so I was watching it. I, I did a rewatch over the summer uh, with my brother, who's also a big fan of it. I think he's listening right now. Shout out, Justin. Hello. Uh, but we got our mom to watch it, and she watched it with us. Uh, so, And there were certain days, you know, we're like, oh, this episode is next. And I'm like, mom, let's watch this in the morning, not at night. Yeah. And then there are other episodes like, oh, we can watch this at any time. Because I think there's a good balance between, like, the really dark and depressing episodes and then, like, silly, goofy Todd mm-hmm. adventures, stuff like that. I, I think, um, and even like all the characters, they have their funny moments, but they all have like serious and really good character moments, I think. And that really fleshes out all the characters, uh, makes them, like you said, like relatable, even in the bad times, you know? Yeah. Um, my sister, I think watched it over the summer also, and she like really enjoyed it, but I, 
I, I think we both had the same thing where when I was watching it, Christian and uh, other people were like, all right, well, I think you too were like, I was like, oh, this is like a just easy watching, like just easy to watch. <laughs> the and then, opposite like, of easy to watch. Like the first season is pretty like, all right, like it's not that bad. Mm-hmm. And I just like always found it, even when it was dark, like it's like digestible, like it's not mm-hmm. like so bad. But when my sister got to season six, I was she like kind of had the same thing, and I was like, um, prepare yourself. <laughs> so I was like, you're you're good, right? Because, uh, <laughs> but I remember. Um, when I got to like a certain point I just like I don't binge shows very often and I just plowed through like seasons four through six yeah. same because mm. I watched it I watched it in 2020 so oh, yeah, I think yeah. I watched it like all that summer and I, it was just like I, I was watching and I was like this is really good like I'm really enjoying this and then mm. like yeah the last like two seasons I just watched all of it yeah I think I watched it uh, I think Max introduced it to me when we were sophomores and we were living together and he was like, Hey, uh, I really like this show, Bojack Horseman. We should watch it together. I'm like, sure. So we watched it. And I think it got to the point where we finished it in like December of 2019. This was before the second half of season six came out. So we like got to like the second half of season six, which is like, kind of like, there's like a big thing that happens, uh, before the second half. So I had to wait and be like, what's gonna happen what's gonna happen and then in, i think january of 2020 it dropped and then we like finished it but that was i think that was a fun time shout out max uh i really enjoyed you know watching sitting in the living room watching bojack and now i keep watching it i think i've seen the show in total kind of in total like three four times it's very good i'm tempted to like good. i need to stop rewatching shows, <laughs> but like i want to go back and watch yeah it i've been meaning to rewatch bojack but i haven't i i started mm. i think i'm on season two of my rewatch and i've just been like between this and better call Saul, which is just you know oh, a really good balance show. of just mm. really feel good shows oh yeah um, <laughs> just casual watching uh-huh that's very cool um yeah but like annie mentioned this show is so funny um, and they have like, you know, character jokes. They, they have a lot of running gags. Um, and some of them, like the setup is like, you see, it and it's like, what is this going to lead to? And then at the end of the season, the payoff is enormously huge. And it's just so funny. Like, um, I, like, I don't really want to spoil a lot of jokes, but I think, oh, what's season? I think season three, the thing with the spaghetti stranger, strainer, mm-hmm. spaghetti strainers. Oh. I laugh my ass off every single time I watch that because it's like the season long joke is resolved, but it also like connects everything all together in the most ridiculous way possible. And like, you just have to, you have to watch it for yourself. It is so tell me after because I already, I forget what happens at the end of season three. (laughs) They so cleverly just like leave the boxes of spaghetti strainers Mm. in Mr. Peanut Butter's house so that you're constantly thinking, why the heck are these still here? And they even, they like mention it. It's like, what are, and it, I feel like it seems like there's more every time you see him. They're like, where are all these spaghetti strainers for you? And he's like, I don't even remember, but I'm sure it'll pay off eventually. And it does it's such a self-aware show too like my favorite (laughs) things in bojack are like the stupid jokes in like the background like Mm -hmm. if you look on i think there's like a scene with like a coffee shop and i forget even what season it is but on the menu there's like just different stupid jokes (laughs) i think one of them is like man milk and i'm like what the heck is that and it's just it's so Mm -hmm. clever and like there's so many like world building jokes of like Mm -hmm. 
you know, half the population is half human, half animal. Yeah, and that's, <laughs> so stupid. that's something you have to just kind of accept. There's like humans and also anthropomorphic animals and they just sort of <laughs> live together. And they do make a lot of jokes about it. And they have like, you know, this, I think the show is very, because Bojack is like a star of like a TV show from the 90s. So he lives in Hollywood or Hollywood, as they call it in the show. Um, and they, there's like a lot of, actual celebrities in it um but it's like either sometimes they're a human but sometimes they're also an animal so like jessica beal plays jessica beal and she's just a normal human but then there's like scott wolf and matthew fox from oh some <laughs> show i don't remember but um scott wolf is a fox and matthew fox is a wolf i just think that's really funny or like um there's a there's like Quentin Tarantino, but he's a tarantula. And his name is Quentin Tarantino or something like that. Um, there's like David Fincher, but he's like a lobster or something. So his name is David Pincher. And there's just, they like, and I feel like Princess Carolyn's job, and I think she even says it, like, is just saying names of celebrities that would go together in a movie. And like, they just, they drop a lot of celebrity names, and it's really funny. I also like with Princess Carolyn, like when she does do all of those names and it's either mm -hmm. like ridiculous alliteration. Oh my god. Or like it they it is all a giant sentence leading up to some stupid pun. <laughs> mm -hmm. I like it's just I feel like each character sort of has her own shtick and it kind of never gets old, I think. Yeah. Um so you can see like the each character has their own like unique thing and they like go together really well. Uh, what let's let's talk about a couple of main characters. I mean, um, Todd is easily my favorite character. You are I you are Todd Chavez. Uh, so what's you like, Annie? He's Why do you like just, him so much? He's a goofball, but in like not in like a oh I'm the comic relief character. Like he's a very complex person, but he's so he's kind of stupid, <laughs> and that's like that's what's cute about him. Like he's mm. adorable, but he also is like kind of unreasonably smart in a couple ways like <clears throat> with the like the disney world stuff like <laughs> it kind of made sense and like he was like but what if there's a typo and then there was and so he got to license the name disney world or disneyland and it was like mm -hmm. okay sure mm -hmm. <laughs> or like um i'm trying to remember or like it, it's like the whole thing with like habacadabra like it just sort of starts as like oh um, we should make a rideshare service that's like a safe space for women, uh, and then <laughs> yeah, and then they were like, oh no, uh, like no ma male drivers because they're creepy to women, and they're like, okay, that's a great idea, and then it turns into, but wait, there's this whole market of men who like hot women that we can open up to so then they can get rides and then it turns into oh the men have started rating our drivers on like a bangability scale so we should probably cater to them more and have only hot driver <laughs> women drivers and then it turns into strippers or excuse they're not strip it's a it's a uh, whale world's a family establishment whale world cab drivers <laughs> oh, yeah. um and it just turns into this whole thing where now it's like uh, a rideshare service for men only driven by tripper killer whales and it, like it went from let's give women a safe space to let's please the men with strippers I, I just thought that development was really funny yeah, and like, sorry, as go I said Todd is many great business ideas over the show or just like ideas mm -hmm. 
some which we can't talk about but um Mm -hmm. (laughs) um i think one of my favorites sorry uh one of my favorites is the the halloween in january store Mm -hmm. i think that that makes for another really funny gag so the the basic idea (laughs) i think this gives a good idea of like what all of todd and mr peanut butter's business endeavors are like um say you're in say you know you like halloween um and you want to think about you have a great idea for a halloween costume but it's january none of the halloween stores are open what are you gonna do well there's a halloween in january store which has it's just a halloween store but it's january so if you have a great idea for a costume you can go get it right then now does that make a lot of sense no um but it was funny and i think they like started to do it but then they quickly abandoned it and the building had no floor so someone would see the store like oh my god it's halloween january that's a great idea and they walk in they just like fall into a jimmy fallon one time (laughs) (laughs) you're right oh that oh my god it's uh oh my god halloween january what the (laughs) oh that's so funny Oh, this! I feel like this is gonna be the whole show. Is like we vaguely reference things yeah. that happen in the show, and then we laugh about it because we can't really. We don't want to spoil all the jokes, but it's it's really funny. Trust me. Um, one of my favorite characters is character actress Margot Martindale. Oh yeah, she's not a main yes. character, but she might as what she should she be. Kind of, she's a recurring character. Yes. Yeah. Um, basically, it is character actress character actress Margot Martindale literally voiced by Mar- Margot Martindale the and actress she is a character actress if you will. uh just a criminal um uh, <laughs> like criminal chaotic underrated actress but also yes an allergic chaotic like evil. murder people um she helps out in a lot of schemes throughout the show and then will like just disappear for a while and then come back in like at the end of an episode or just a lot of, I don't know, crazy stuff. Yeah, she's... There are a lot of, like... I think it's a great main cast, and I think we'll get into that a little more, but I think all the, like, recurring characters are just so funny, and they, like, add a lot. The story, like, I think Margaret Martindale is really funny, and she's usually used for comic relief, but then, you know, there's some other ones. There's, like, you know, Sarah Lynn or Herb Kazaz, um, Charlotte, another one, or, like, Lenny Turtletop. It's, like, they're, like some of the side characters are funny but others like they're very important to like character development and they're like great characters in themselves even though they're in like four or five episodes so i think the show does just a really good job with the characters and giving you like developing them enough where it's not like oh you know that's i kind of know this name but like now you know like everything about them yeah there's no not really many characters who are just like a catchphrase or like a simple gag besides like vincent adult man um (laughs) who is another character i like just a Mm -hmm. three is it two or three children i think it's two children no he's an adult man yeah but (laughs) he's just a guy he like starts dating one of the characters who's completely oblivious and he'll say things like Oh, it was great at the at the business factory today. I I'll went, have one alcohol, please. It's like, <laughs> I went to the stock market today. I did a business. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like everybody, like Bojack is like, you know, that's so very obviously three kids in a trench coat, but everybody else is completely oblivious to it. And they're just treating him like a normal guy. Like they're, you know, he's talking to Todd about it, and Todd's like, "You should really hang with Vincent. He's a pretty cool guy. I think you two would hit it <laughs> off." And he's like, "It's, it's two, chi- it's children in a trench coat, and like, like his his one hand is a broom, <laughs> uh, and he's like so obviously a child, 
uh, and it's really, really funny, and like that, yeah, I feel like that's sort of a gag character, but it sort of helps uh, Princess Carolyn's like develop as a character. So if there's like a gag character, it like is to help other characters develop. Yeah. And um, they just do it really well. I was thinking, when I was thinking about characters, I was just thinking, like, I feel like a lot of animated shows, like, there's not much that's distinct about, like, mm-hmm. the acting or the character. Like, in this show, there's a lot of, like, stars in it, but every character has, like, such a distinct voice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, like, I, like, Will Arnett, obviously, I feel like he's in so many things where, like, you mm-hmm. can tell it's him, but, like, I was just thinking of... Who is it? Like Princess Carolyn. Mm. If Amy Sedaris is in any other thing, like, I only, I only hear, hear like she's in an episode of The Mandalorian, mm-hmm. and I hear Princess Carolyn. Or like, it's not just like standard. Yeah, I think of like Family Guy or something where everyone yeah. just sounds like mm-hmm. Seth MacFarlane. Or like that. I hear, <laughs> I hear that stupid, a stupid Reese's commercial that Will Arnett voices, and now I can only hear BoJack. It's it's like it was that that stupid TikTok trend. It's like hi, hi, I'm Will Arnett. Bojack? No. Like, <laughs> you just you hear the voices and you think of these characters. Or like, you know, like you mentioned, Seth MacFarlane voices a lot of people in Family Guy and all sorts of sounds the same. I think Patton Oswalt voices so many side characters. Yeah. And like, you can tell like, oh, that's Patton Oswalt. But also like, they all sort of sound different. And I just think it's really funny. Like, you're just listening. It's like, oh, there's Patton Oswalt. That's the thing about, like, also, like, Kristen Shaw, who plays Sarah Lynn. Like, yeah. she's, oh, she's such a notable voice actor. Mm. But it's not distracting when she's Sarah no. Lynn. Yeah. And it's different enough from, like, Louise on Bob's Burgers or, or like, like, something else she's uh, played. Or Mabel. Yeah, Mabel. Mm-hmm. But, like, it's distinct enough. But, like, it's kind of, it is kind of fun to be like, oh, I think, like, I think I recognize that voice. Mm-hmm. And then, then usually it is. you see, like, in the end credits, it's like, oh, I was right. You know? The yeah. three that were most clear to me were obviously Aaron Paul, who mm. plays Ch- uh, Todd. Love him. And then Stanley Tucci is Herb Kazaz. Yes. And he's my favorite actor. Stanley, I understood the assignment As soon Tucci. as Herb Kazaz comes on screen, I was like, mm. oh my God, that's Stanley Tucci. That's another, like, it's like a distinct, like, you, you can tell it's Stanley Tucci, but I feel like Herb has such a distinct voice. And even just, like, personality, though. I think every, all these voice actors are so good at like giving a certain personality or like an emotion through just the voice mm-hmm. even though like you know it's Christian Schaal or Stanley Tucci or Will Arnett but like the way they're voicing and playing the character you're like I hear the character instead of the actor and I think that's pretty fantastic mm-hmm. yeah. and there's a lot of just like really notable actors in this show mm-hmm. like J.K. Simmons is oh, amazing yeah, yeah, a lot uh, Stephanie Beatrice. Yeah. Um, again, you said Patton Oswalt. There's Margot uh, Martindale. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Angela Basket Bassett. Sorry. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And oh. Yep. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, John Krasinski. John Krasinski. Is Secretary. Mm-hmm. Let me see if I'm a little bit. Um, Lin Manuel Miranda. Li- yes. Um, yeah. And that, that's again. That's he's like, in like two episodes, mm-hmm. but he's it's very yeah. clearly him. And it feels like you're like, oh my god, that's Lin. Or like uh, Matthew Broderick is in like two episodes mm-hmm. but like oh Ben Schwartz Ben Schwartz oh I Ruta like Vega. him isn't like Kristen Chenoweth in the yes. show yes she's Vanessa she was, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. so there's like a that's lot. another that's another funny thing like uh, Princess Carolyn is describing her like basically her work enemy uh, her name she's is also Vanessa not a princess yeah she's, that's just her name that's, 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 all, that's one of my favorite things that, like <laughs> the pet animals like Mr. Peanut Butter is yeah. a dog but his name is Mr. Peanut yeah. Butter um, and then Princess Carolyn, and I think there's also like fluffy face meow meow or something. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, <laughs> meow meow McFuzzface, yeah, the, the yeah, cop. Meow meow um, 
but like another like you like Mr. Peanut Butter like has his name and like he goes and visits his like nephews and they go up there and they're like Uncle Mister Uncle Mister like Mister is his first name. Weird I just Al. think that's well, so funny. Captain Peanut Butter. Captain. Yeah, his, so his first name is Captain. Um, oh, it's just show so funny. But like. Uh, Vanessa Gecko is like the work enemy of Princess Caroline and like she when she first describes her she's like oh the, the sleazy slimy gecko but it's just a regular woman oh yeah Vanessa Gecko is just a woman and it you know it's just funny the way they like describe things and you like think it, is it gonna be an animal is it gonna be human and it's just like you know it's funny. An- another good name is Pickles Aplenty Pickles Aplenty Ha, uh, oh, also ha. Woodchuck, Goodchuck, Burgoyne. <laughs> That's a, uh, what's his name? Andrew, Andre, uh, yeah, Andre yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. Joel McHale's in the episode. He was the, the Russian dude. <laughs> Slap my salami. Also unrelated. Slap my salami, the guy's a comedy. Uh, Matt and I were watching a regular show. Mm-hmm. We were watching the second Laserdisc episode, and Joel McHale was oh, yeah, yeah. DVD. I didn't recognize the I think Yvette episode. Nicole Brown's in that, too. And uh, Gillian Jacobs. There are like three community oh. people in that one episode. Oh. Crazy. Anyway. Yvette Nicole Brown is in this show. She plays Beyonce for like two she seconds. Does. You're right. <laughs> like they're like, oh my god, Beyonce fell over. Let's all go help her. And <laughs> but it's just Yvette Nicole Brown, and it was really funny. Um, the only other person I'm going to mention is Lisa Kudrow because she oh, Lisa, also yeah, yeah. another one where who their character came on screen, and I was like, that is that's Lisa Kudrow. Very clearly yeah. Lisa Kudrow. Mm-hmm. I liked her character too. Wanda. Yeah, she was cool. Um, good lots of good characters. <laughs> Moving on, like, past some of the characters, mm. one thing that I always liked was how they handle, like, swearing, because mm. I feel like a lot of adult animated shows that are, like, M.A. really like to make use of as much vulgar <laughs> stuff Park. as... Yeah, like, what? as much swearing, as many F-bombs as possible. Like, they're trying to be mm. as filthy as they can. Yeah. And this show usually is, like, a PG-13 level. Like, they'll say, yeah. like s word and stuff like they'll like curse but they yeah. curse but it's like real life cursing where it's just like casually like it's not like oh i get to say these words because i'm a netflix original series so yeah. i'm um, gonna take as much advantage of it as possible yeah. like they don't do that but usually the show is ma right or, I think so. or at least maybe look. some episodes yeah. but there's usually once a season maybe twice they'll drop an f-bomb and it's usually during like a really emotional important moment mm. um and it just like makes <laughs> It makes it that much more like dramatic. Yeah, like it, they make use of the word. Like, yeah, in a good way. I think not a good way, but like a very. Yeah, I think because it because they only use it once per season, it like hits that much harder. Yeah. So then they you only use the hard hitting f word in a very emotional scene, like usually towards the end of a season, and it's usually like said to or by BoJack. So it's like. Bojack messes up and then they use that where so then it it's like oh he really messed up Mm -hmm. so it like just makes everything hit harder which I think is really smart for them to do and I'm glad they don't really overuse it because like I think and like I remember when I first saw like Bojack pop up on Netflix I'm like ugh, just another family guy like because it's adult animation I just assume it's something like Family Guy or South Park where it's just like stupid and like vulgar and gross just for the sake of it Mm -hmm. but like they use vulgarity in like a really really smart impactful way yeah that's why i've avoided the show for so long so i was like i like the simpsons and that's it yeah and i was like Mm -hmm. i'm not a big family guy person like i really don't like south park like i'm 
like adult animation is not for me. Like mm. The Simpsons is a classic. Like we'll do that, but I, it's nothing like those shows at all. And no. it's so interesting how they deal with being an animated show, but also making it like deal with like hard hitting topics and like just yeah. real life. And I think if you take out the animal part, which is a lot, <laughs> like it's a show that could work in live action. Mm-hmm. Um, I think so. Yeah. I think a lot of people, like I say on TikTok, they like drew live action versions of all the characters and like looks really, I'm like, that looks like what they would look like as a person, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Although I feel like I've seen like <laughs> memes of like live action Mr. Peanut Butter, like mm-hmm. without a shirt. Cause he's like ripped mm-hmm. <laughs> and people are like, I don't want this. Um, but yeah, I really like how they like use language and everything on the show. Yeah. Um, that was very good. Who does look? Wait, who does look? Keith Stanfield play guy. Guy, he's in like season six, the big buffalo. Oh, yes. Love like Keith Stanfield. I love him. Yes, I like. This is why I need to rewatch the show because I've forgotten. Yeah. I feel like the middle of the show I've forgotten a lot. Um, so I was wrong. I'm on season three because I just got to the fish out of water episode. Oh my god, which is such a so beautiful. I just mm, okay. It's so I, funny because of the world building and yeah. it's just so gorgeous. I think the world. The world building episodes, I, like they and like concept episodes. Yeah, I think like community this almost. show does concept episodes so well. Like fish out of water. I don't really want to say like the big thing because yeah, don't just, say why. No, 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 no. no yeah. But like it is just he goes for an event. Yeah, he goes for an event. Underwater. But, uh, yeah, it's underwater, and it's like um, well, it's basically Japan. Is where yeah. he goes, but he goes to the ocean because obviously there are also fish people. Yeah, there's an entire <laughs> city of fish people underwater and he's going for like a film festival underwater um but like it just does like the concept so well and there's no dialogue right until the the beginning and the very end yeah dialogue and mm-hmm. that's it so it's like you're only forced to like just the the acting uh just like i like no not voice acting and that's really all they have so it's just like the way the characters move and emote and it's a cartoon so it's even like more important, and you just kind of hear like blurbles, like because they're underwater, and you see like bubbles and all that. And it's like, it's it's just really good. I think that's one of my top top episodes mm. of like, I'm gonna show you BoJack, but you don't want to watch the whole thing, so we're gonna watch like generally what it's about, like probably an episode from season one, like that episode and then like other like hard-hitting like mm-hmm. actual episodes but like there are also just really funny ones too yeah Muffins. that i think also yeah the, get to the, heart <laughs> the of, second like, the episode really, of the show really, really funny oh the part. yeah i Jack hates the troops that I remember, <laughs> episode two uh-huh. i when i was like when the show first came out i was like 14 or 15 and i think i tried to watch it but i was like 14 or 15 so mm-hmm. i was like i'm not i didn't like I was just like, this isn't that funny because I was expecting like an adult animation show, and I remember I came back to watch it like mm. with you guys, and I was like, oh, I'm remembering things. But the thing I remembered vividly was BoJack hates the troops. Mm. Like that yeah. episode, it is where, short summary, BoJack's at the supermarket and there's a penguin who. Oh, it's a seal. It's a, a, a seal. I'm so sorry. It's a baby seal. But he like takes a box of muffins that the guy had dibs on. And he's like, no, I'm going to take them. But it turns out the seal was uh, a, a, Navy Navy seal. Seal. a Navy seal stationed in Afghanistan. Um, and it becomes a whole media crisis of Bojack mm. hates the troops because he took the muffins. And yeah, it's really and funny. Because like, Bojack is like, um, I don't think being uh, in the army automatically makes you a good person. He said, I think 
some of the troops are jerks. And then, you know, the whale guy's like, did you just say all troops are jerks? He's like, no. I said, I think some are jerks. And then it explodes. And I think this could be, like, a good transition point to, like, Bojack handle. They even do, like, some political satire kind of things. And they take, like, heavy-hitting topics. But they they do them in a funny way. But also, like, we see, like, um, you know, it, like, reflects on society and, like, points out the problems that we have like the whole episode with um oh what's the guy uh uncle hanky oh hank hippopolis yeah there's like a whole thing about him or like yeah like the me too movement or like um i mean just in general like bojack's addiction yeah like he goes to rehab eventually i don't know if that's a spoiler but like not really um i think it's and like like and there's a bunch (laughs) of episodes where he's in rehab yeah you know talks to people i think it deals it does a really good job with, like, dealing with, like, mental health and mm-hmm. alcoholism or, like, drug addiction or, um, you know, tr- uh, trauma from, like, parents. Because Bojack had a terrible family. His parents were horrible to him. Yeah. Um, and you can sort of see that kind of trauma manifesting in, like, his personality and, like, the way he interacts with people. And he, like, sort of... he Like, he says straight up to, like, people... Some of the women that he dates is, like, I don't really know how to love and you know you think you love me you then you get to know me and then you don't love me anymore and he just sort of accepts that so it's like really sad and you can sort of see like through flashbacks and all that from him as a kid or him you know acting on horse and around it's just you can see the things that he had has gone through so you empathize with him but then there's also like he's also just not a good person. So it's like, it's this, it's like, you go back and forth between like, I feel bad for Bojack, but then like, oh, he did this really bad thing. Oh, but I still feel really bad for him. And I think they just do it like masterfully, you know? It goes into, I don't know how realistically, but like how being famous could affect somebody Mm -hmm. because Bojack's like a washed up, like basically on full house, um, like TV Mm -hmm. sitcom star. And like, how having a lot of money and being like in that sphere like adds to all the problems that he has or like affects like how he like wants to live his life um also i like you were talking about the beginning how like and just like right now it's like it's easy to empathize with him but like still realize that he's like not great but there are moments in the show where like he starts to get better or like he'll make uh like steps to like improving his relationships and then something terrible yeah. <laughs> happens and you're like it's so like heartbreaking to watch and like like mm-hmm. i said in the beginning too like it does those heartbreaking moments so well and like i you know i cry at everything but i cannot mm-hmm. count how many times i cried at the show yeah. i mean especially the last season and the oh, second to last God. episode which is easily probably my favorite episode of tv ever is the view from halfway down Oof. i won't say anything more about that but mm-hmm. it's fantastic and it just makes me sob but then there also are episodes where, like, Todd makes a paper mache head of, out of himself. <laughs> like, it's, it, it does that. It, mm-hmm. it finds the balance between we're going to make you sob and hate your life and we're going to make you crack up. Yeah, there's it, even, I won't say what it is, but there's even a joke in the last episode <laughs> that makes you think, like, something terrible is happening and they, like, turn it into a joke. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys know. I'll, at the end, I'll say I'm, I'm um, on BoJack Horseman yeah, right now. Um, so. <laughs> I think, yeah, yeah. I think the last episode, 
and obviously we're not going to say anything, but I think it like resolves so many character things, you know, like Bojack's interactions with like all the main characters. And I think it does a great job of providing closure, but it's also, there's like the, the one thing with Mr. Peanut Butter mm. that I think is, I, I, that's another thing. I laugh every single time I watch it. It's like, you know, it's supposed to be like a big reveal, but then it's like, wait, what? Do you, like, do you know what I'm talking about? Tell me after, because I'm like, I'm fuzzy on a few yeah. things. Is it the last season? In the last yeah, the season? very last very episode last of the season. show. Um, okay. um, it's, I got it. It's fine. Whatever. But, but um, um, it, it's just like, it goes, it's such a good balance between the emotional moments and just really, really funny comedy. And I, I feel like the ending, the conclusion of the show, like it didn't just like, and like, didn't just get like canceled. Like yeah. it ended. Um, mm-hmm. Which I like. But it's like, there's closure <laughs> and all that, but it's still like unsatisfying, but in a good way, if that makes sense. Like, mm-hmm. I left the show like really happy with the show, but there's like an emptiness that comes with the ending, but like on purpose. Mm. I don't know. Like because it is, it's very reminiscent of real life. Of like you know, yeah. I'm not. I, Without, you yeah. got you know what I mean. Like no transience. And I, I think <laughs> the way that the show ended, like what happens in the last episode, it makes sense that you sort of feel like a, 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 more than just oh, I'm sad that the show is over because I really liked it. Mm-hmm. I think, it, like you were saying, a kind of emptiness, and I think that sort of goes along with, like, what Bojack is feeling at that point. So I think it's, like, one last little thing of let's make you relate to what Bojack is going through. Um, This show is so good. Oh, my goodness. It is. Um, oh, uh, I like the music in this show. I think they do, like... First of all, the theme song is just fantastic. Like the the lack of tension between me and pressing the skip intro button. <laughs> like you know, when I was watching it over the summer with my mom, uh, I was like, I was like, mom, okay, we don't skip the intro. Mm-hmm. We let it play every single time. And like you know, we were watching in like my living room. We had like the, you know the big speakers or whatever. And there's the one part in the beginning that has, like, the big bass part. So I just <laughs> yeah. lay on the floor, and I could feel the bass. <laughs> so whenever the theme song would come on, I'd, like, rush it, lay on the floor, and then you hear the whoa, whoa, you know, whatever. And I'm like, oh, okay. Um, it's a great theme song. And, like, and even in the theme song itself, there's, like, so much foreshadowing and, like... It changes, like, it, it, it changes. between episodes. Yeah, and, like, sometimes. every season, there's, like, one specific part where, like, Bojack's sort of, like, walking through a room, and it changes with every season as like there's a new like overarching plot and even within the season things change as like characters come in like you know uh bojack's walking through his house and like his girlfriend moved in then she's in there but then you know before she moved in she wasn't in the intro and then like there's another part where like other people come into his life and then they're in the theme song so like the theme song sort of go it changes based on what's happening in the show and i think that's really cool and like um there are a couple like there are even a couple like original songs in the show because like like sarah lynn is a pop star there's one song (laughs) prickly muffin yeah i think it's funny who's the whale uh oh Oh sextina aquafina She's a pop star. <laughs> mm-hmm. She's another pop star. Um, and even like the theme songs for book, because Mr. Peanut Butter also was on <laughs> a 
uh, like Full House type of show at the that same was like time. That's like a ripoff of Horse Around. Yes. Yeah. Um, which is the better show, the better Who's theme that? song. Apparently. Peanut butter. Knick, knack, panty, whack, give a dog a bone. Doggy, doggy, what now? It's just like, and the songs are like so catchy. Or even like Don't Stop Dancing from season five. I love that song. Yeah. On, I wish that was like on Spotify. Yeah, or like even uh, sometimes it uses like real songs that sort of go along with it. Like there's this one, there's one sequence when Bojack and Todd and Sarah Lynn are like doing all like all the drugs. I think they they're like, the um, we solved the drug crisis in America. Let's just do all the drugs. <laughs> so and then so they're like in this really trippy drug sequence and they're playing like a Death Grip song mm-hmm. or like. Uh, Bojack is like driving down like a country road and they're playing a horse with no name and you know, like the mu- the real life music that they use in the show like ties in really well to like what's happening in the show so it's a good you know they use the licensed music really well and then like the original music oh the like, is very, very the good. song at the end credits every episode Back in the 90s. oh yeah, yeah great it's a great song. song that's by group love really yeah did, hold on. Tongue tied group. Tongue tied. Yeah. Oh my god. Nice. That's so cool. Yeah. And even like that, like based on the episode, sometimes that changes. You know, there's, you know, every it starts out with like back in the '90s, I was in a very famous TV show. And then there's one episode where they're talking about another TV show he did in like 2007. So then the end credit song is back in 07. I was in a non-successful TV show. You know, stuff like that. So it everything like sort of the beginning and the end credits sort of morph based on what's happening in the show and I think that is a nice change of pace yeah um this is random but I just thought of another gag really like which is Hollywood stars and celebrities what do they know do they know things things? let's Let's find find out out. (laughs) which is Mr. Peanut Butter's game show that he creates um oh no Mr. Peanut Butter hosts hosts it but it was created by famous author who was deceased J.D. Salinger (laughs) so it's like it's like you know J.D. Salger, writer of Catcher in the Rye, and others, because that's his <laughs> most favorite. And then like he come, he's like not actually dead, and he's like, I want to make a show. So then the TV network is like, Oh my God, you're like one of the most renowned authors of all time. What kind of like complex story journey show are you going to make? And he's like, I want to make a show where uh, celebrities ask each other questions, and we find out whether or not they know things. Yeah. And it's like, oh, you want to do a game show? And then it's, like, wildly successful. And I feel like that, like, phrase shows up in other lines somehow. Like, mm. the do they know things, let's find out, or, like, parts of it. Or, like, they would say, as they used to say on my favorite show, Hollywood stars and celebrities, what do they know? Do they know things? Let's find out. Let's find out. I, I think like that. I think an important part of that is the fact that it's Hollywood. Hollywood. <laughs> do we yeah. even explain oh, that? Yeah. So, there's, like... <laughs> And I think it's not really a spoiler because it's like uh, important to the show and they like to do it pretty early on. But um, there, so another main character that we didn't even mention is Diane, Diane. Nguyen. Uh, so she, in the first season, she's ghost writing Bojack's memoir and Bojack kind of like falls for her. And she's dating Mr. Peter. This happens she, in episode six. Okay, so I think it's it's fine. And it's fine. called our, our A Story is a D Story. Which is it's funny. <laughs> um, but so in a drunken high state to try to do something nice for Diane Bojack steals the D from the Hollywood sign uh, so now it just says Hollywood for like the whole show and the and entire then, rest of the show it's just Hollywood yeah so and then everyone just like just like that adjusts is like now it's called Hollywood like they don't and like there's no there's no 
There's no questioning of it. There's no question, and nobody's like Hollywood. Oh, sorry, I mean Hollywood. Like they just accept it, and it's just now Hollywood. Just that fast. That's what the sign says. That's what the sign says. Um, and it's just it's just so ridiculous. That like there's just the things that happen in the show are so ridiculous. Like, but it also just makes sense for the show. Like in season four, there's a lot of like political things because Mr. Peanut Butter is running for governor in order to run to win the race for governor it's a literal race it's a ski race down a mountain and whoever wins the ski race becomes governor and you know of course todd who is flying on a drone eating kettle corn falls and somehow wins the race even though he wasn't in it so then he becomes governor for like two seconds um or like another thing from that season you know, there's one lady who with Mr. Peanut Butter's campaign that's like trying to get like more political power. So she's like trying to sign a bill into law. So she goes to all these different people's like, oh, what do you want to do? And they're like, oh, I want this. I want this. And then she puts in the bill to get everyone to sign it. And it's just a massively, I think it's called the I Love California bill. And one of the many things that it does, it they build a bridge to Hawaii from California. Um... And they just, like, mention that, and it's, like, so ridiculous. But then later on the show, Mr. Peanut Butter and Diane are like, let's go to Hawaii. Let's drive there. So then they just see, like, how much traffic there is on the bridge to Hawaii. And, like, it's actually there. They actually built it. And they're like, okay, let's stop at this rest stop. And there's, like, a gas station. Just It's all just over the water. It's just it's, it's just so funny, it's this show. Yeah, they do recurring jokes like that really well, where mm-hmm. they, like, introduce something, and it's like, oh, that's probably not gonna last or, like, be a recurring thing, and then, like, a season later, they bring it back up, and you're mm-hmm. like, oh, right, that happened. Yeah, and it's like, it doesn't feel like, oh, I forgot about that. You, like, oh, my God, I can't believe they, <laughs> yeah. like, did this again, and like I said before, like, sometimes these gags last entire seasons, and the payoff isn't until the very end. And they just do it so well. Um, and even throughout, like, the whole show, there are, like, some running gags. Like, um, there's this Eric. one thing. Yeah, yeah. Where, uh, like, Mr. Peanut Butter is, like, talking to someone, and then he suddenly sees his friend Erica, who we never see, actually, uh, as the audience. But he just, you know, he's in the middle of a conversation, and then he just stops says, Erica, and then just says some random thing. Like, um don't you know you're not supposed to be around this many people or like uh, what happened to your leg and it's like we never actually see her so we don't know it's just a way for Mr. Peanut Butter to get out of the conversation and it's really funny um what else oh uh, Bojack doesn't like honeydew yes that's another funny thing I think like he's like oh why like anytime Cantaloupe goes to a party he has to bring his stupid cousin honeydew and even that, like, it shows, like, a bit of character development. If, I mean, you just, like, watch the show, but, like, the fact that he hates Honeydew becomes an important character It literally trait. lasts the entire rest of the show. Yeah, and it's, like, a, an important part of his character is that he doesn't like Honeydew. But, like, plot-wise, it's not important. No. It's literally just, oh, and also Bojack doesn't mm. like Honeydew, and it just, like, is brought up every so often. Mm. Isn't there... Well, there's, like, or I feel like early on the show, there's a, like, bar that he goes to that, like, he ends up buying. Oh, the restaurant. Then, or the restaurant. Yeah, yeah. And then, oh, like, yeah. it's just his for the rest of the show, and they do and stuff there. he, like, there. forgets to hire people for it. Stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, so they're, like, they, like, go, and, like, the, the kitchen's in shambles, and, you know, Prince Kara's like, Bojack, you 
own this place, don't you? Like, keep it up. He's like, oh, yeah, I forgot. I own this place. And he just doesn't keep it up Wasn't at all. Was that another thing he did to try and impress Diane? Or was I that Oh, no, no. He, like, he bought the restaurant. I think it was because... He was just trying to outdo Mr. Peanut Butter. Yeah, he was trying to outdo Mr. Diane. Peanut Butter. And then, like, he... So he bought the restaurant. And then he, like, said, oh, I'm going to host Mr. Peanut Butter and Diane's wedding reception at my restaurant. Whatever. Um, But... It's very good. Sorry. I just Go remember ahead. the banners. I that wanted is, to mention that. That is my favorite recurring oh, joke. The is <laughs> the banners that Mr. Peanut Butter makes oh. are always exactly what he would have said on the yeah. phone when he was ordering mm -hmm. the banner. So it's like, congratulations, Diane and Mr. Peanut Butter. Mr. Peanut Butter is all one word. That's <laughs> all on the entire banner. And or, it's so funny. Or it's like, you know, um, congrats on winning your lawsuit. But can you make it like a cool font? There's another one that was congrats Woodchuck, but if he loses, too bad Woodchuck. <laughs> or like, and I think, I think that's what goes along with like, like some of the puns. There are like, there's a lot of animal puns in the show. One that always, that always sticks in my mind. You know, there are like all these shops that are like kind of different names, but my favorite, it just says Lowe's, but like an animal version, <laughs> and it's just. It's like, they're like, oh, just throw it in, whatever. Um, oh, my God. It's so There's funny. a balloon one, but that <laughs> one isn't okay for radio station. But that one's hilarious. That's another one. I I love that. That's another episode with um, Sexy and Aquafina. Uh, yeah, I think that's... Tell me about it. Yeah, um, there's like a lot of things, a lot of funny gags that we probably can't really talk about on the show, but... Or Todd's robot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Oh, boy. <laughs> But I think I think that probably about wraps things up. Apologies yeah. if you have not watched the show and were many times where you were yeah. lost I or think... confused by us just spouting yeah. like references. <laughs> but I think because of that, just to wrap things up, Annie, why should you watch BoJack Horseman? I give mean, us give us the the pitch. I think simply because it does like I I said it like forty times already. Like the the such good balance of like just heart wrenching stuff. And also, like, comedy. It'll make mm. you cry, like, laugh so hard you're crying, and then it'll also make you cry. Cry so hard you'll laugh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I just think it's just... The characters in the show are, like, so realistic. And it's like, you know, you can see yourself in all these different characters the way that, like, you know... um, Todd has all these silly adventures and it's like funny and you think he's just comic relief but then he has moments like mm. what does my life mean? Yeah. Is my life just a series of silly adventures? Like what's my purpose or general direction in life? Or like Princess Carolyn is like you know a go-getter and she's always trying to like be the best agent but then she's like I feel like I try to help people because I can't help myself. I, I fix people because I can't fix myself. And it's like all these little character traits that everyone has, it all is like impactful and like relatable. So you can like see yourself in this horseman from a 90s TV show or this cat that spouts the names of celebrities. It's like all these seemingly random characters you can see yourself in. And I think that's like an amazing thing and also like as time passes you watch their characters develop and completely change from the first episode to the last mm -hmm. they're yeah. all completely different people by the end <laughs> um yeah. one last thing before we go 
some memes have spouted from the show. Most recently, I think, if you're on TikTok and haven't watched the show, if you've seen the I Got You a Kaleidoscope at the Airport. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, I forget what he says. Shapes like, and colors, yeah. the likes like, of which I've never <laughs> yeah. seen before. That is a scene from the show. Um, mm. So watch the Sad Horse show. It's on Netflix. It's very good. It's so good. Please go watch it. Easy to binge. Yeah. Mm, six seasons. They're all... No I think each episode's like 30 minutes. Yeah. Less, probably. Yeah. Uh, and so many good episodes. So many good... It's just good. good show. Go watch it. 10 out of 10. Probably so that's good. why you should watch BoJack Horseman. Mm. Uh, all right. That about wraps it up. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Annie, thank you so much yeah, for coming back on. No problem. Always I'm a pleasure. Yes. Um... Make sure to follow us on Instagram at WC in the morning for any updates. Uh, follow us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Rate five, five stars. stars only. Only five stars. Nothing less. Nothing more because you if can't you do have less than a five star review, keep it to yourself. Yeah. Don't don't tell us. We don't want to know. Um. Thank you, everybody, for listening, and we will see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye. Back in the nineties, I was.